This podcast contains strong language and adult themes. Date Night China explores life and love for better relationships in China. Every week, we hear from different guests and dive into dating, relationships, mental health, and how both expats and Chinese people connect with each other here in China. Join the Date Night community through our podcast and events in Beijing and Shanghai, and catch up on all the latest stories on our official WeChat account. Find our account on WeChat by searching Date Night China. No spaces, no capital letters. You can also join our WeChat group by adding Rachel, me, on WeChat. You can search Rachel Weiss twenty two, R A C H E L W E I S S twenty two. And now for this week's episode. So welcome back to another episode of Date Night China. Hayden and Kat join us this week to share about their relationship and being nesting partners, misconceptions of polyamory, and their relationship boundaries and communication when dating other people. So thank you guys both for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Really good to be here. Yeah, really good to be here. Yeah, thanks, guys. Nice to see you on the show.、Mm. <laughs> yeah. So to start out, can you just tell us about yourselves, where you're from, how long you've been in China, and also tell us about how long you've participated in a relationship together?、Uh, I guess I'll go first.、Uh, so I'm from the United States, Arizona,、uh, raised there, and I've been in China for nine years.、Um, Been interested in polyamorous types of relationships for going back about a decade,、um, but been practicing for a bit over three years, give or take. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm Kat. I'm from China, <laughs> so I've been living my whole life in China.、Um, I've been, I think, I've been into polyamorous type of like relationship for like almost. Eight nine years now, but like、uh, most of the years that I've been practicing polyamorous relationship, I was being、uh, solo poly. So, and then I met Hayden, and then we started to having this polyamorous relationship.、Um, yeah, an intentional version of that. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, how did you guys meet? And also tell us how did you get to now where you call yourselves nesting partners? Right? Can you explain a bit about that? Uh, we met on Tinder. Yes,、yeah. Tinder couple. Yeah. And did you? But did you? Did you in your <laughs> Tinder bios? Did you like put that out there already? Was it or, or was it like a aha or eureka moment when you when you meet up and you're talking about things and you're like, you know what? I'm into this lifestyle and I'm into this life. Oh my god, me too. You know how was it? That's a great question. No, it wasn't really like that. Um, we when we. So I was coming out of what I believe to be my last monogamous relationship, the last one I'll, I'll have in my life. But <clears throat> I said I've never really dated around, so I'm gonna be a slut. And I told Cat that, and she said that, that she said that she was impressed by that. Yeah. <laughs> that I was so honest about that. Yeah. And then you know months later, when we decided to, I guess have a, like a sort of fixed relationship, for lack of a better term.、Um, I asked, you know, how do you feel about us being open, and what did you say? Oh, that's not how I remember it, though. Oh, okay. <laughs>、um, first of all, I, I I saw him on Tinder. We were definitely not talking about open or polyamorous. Like that was I was doing that unconsciously, but I wasn't like knowing all these terms and everything.、Um, so we just like I I wouldn't swipe right on him. Normally, because apparent like with his appearance, he's not really my type. He was too good looking. Is that what? That's Goddamn what it was. right about that. <laughs> that's、yes. what it was. True, totally true, totally true. But like, um, just one of his pictures, smile, like that smile, just really gets me. Reminded me of someone that I had a huge crush on years back, and then so I swipe right, and then we start chatting. And then I think that like the chat went really well. And then on our first or second date, and then we were talking about like what do you? Th- we were sharing a lot of things. So like we were talking about like oh how do you feel about open relationships? Like I said, I think that I always have open relationship. And then Hayden told me that like he really wanted to try it. And then I was like okay cool. And then after we really like officially kind of have a fixed relationship, we started to. Really talk about it and make it official. That's I, how I remember. 
I just want to say that when I first proposed an open relationship, your response was good because if you tell me I can't sleep with anyone, I'll cheat on you. Oh, that's also true. That's laying the laying the law down right there, right? Yeah. Hey, boundaries are important, right? (laughs) Okay. Sure. I I know where I stand. Yeah. So, Kat, for you, you've had you've had several years of doing open relationships or polyamorous relationships. How was how was that kind of experience for you from the beginning? Have you always been kind of interested in in those kind of relationships? I, I I think I did it unconsciously because like I feel like during that period of time, like five six years, that I really just. I don't want to have a relationship. I don't want to have a stable relationship. I just really wanted to focus on my life, on my work and everything. So like, but I still want to date. I date a lot of people. Like I will have like dated like three men, four men, or even girls like in a week or something, different people. And then I just really enjoyed it because it felt like it's, how i want my life to be so like it's pretty unconsciously and then later on after we really learn about polyamorous i find out that like it's actually a solo poly ah okay so there's a difference between solo poly and then being a a couple or being together as a unit and being poly uh yeah somewhat so so and and what you're saying is that like you you started with one belief about what you what you wanted or what you knew your life to be but, you know, that evolved with the people that you met and you met Hayden. And then and then that changed again, even though you were so adamant when you met him, you were like, OK, you know, I need to like see other people. But that evolved ag- a- a- again. Was that a surprise for it to, to like change? Yeah, it was actually quite big of a surprise and actually have a lot of mental pressures on me. It's like, oh, shit. Like, do I really do this? Like, do I really like, because for me, I was really against having relationship, like stable, fixed relationship, because I think that is just like kind of like limits my freedom. And I am someone that really, really needs freedom. Like it just freaks me out. But then that's Hayden. He make me feel like when I'm being with him, I can be a hundred percent myself. So why not? Like, we are together and having much more fun than when I'm alone. So let's be it. Okay. So like, so then Hayden, then like your side of it, when you were meeting Kat, where were you on this journey? Yeah. I, well, I, I was just said, I'm look, I'm going to be a slut. <clears throat> that's just, that's just what I want to do. Um, and uh, so Kat was the first Tinder date of my life. And, uh, you know, she, I, like on our second date, I told her like, Hey, I'm going to be a slut because I was worried that I, you know, a wrench might be thrown into that. But, you know, right. She said that she thought it was impressive that I was honest about that. Um, so that made me feel, okay, I can express this interest of mine. Um, then, you know, practicing it came later, like, Practicing what? Practicing practicing being open or polyamorous, right? right? Okay. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> Back then, the term was was more open, but then you know, I start I found that book, The Ethical Slut, which is like the, the <laughs> that was a book. Oh, it's amazing! I'll send you the PDF, brother. It's the so it's the um, it's it's kind of like the 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 guide, the original guidebook for polyamory, or at least the original super wildly popular one, and. Uh, you know, I was reading through that and uh, that's where I started to learn a lot of the new terms and a lot of different ways that people have open style relationships um, and started seeing ones that I liked more. And I was like, well, OK, so polyamory specifically, as opposed to these other ones, is something that I want more. Um, but that was also a bit scary. Like, I think we were both a little bit timid at first to actually go out and try to meet new people just be for me and I will only speak for myself but for me I had been serial monogamist for a decade before that right um and following these these guidelines about how a relationship goes normally or usually instead of normally right um and so there was anxiety that came along with it, and there were fears. Um, well, yeah, because it's it's all you've ever known. Like right. you know, you've you've invested in that in those ten years. 
okay, it's led you to this point, but it wasn't entirely unhappy, right? You might have ups and downs, but those ups were great and the downs were, you know, were pretty shit, like any relationship. So you'd, you'd mark that as a general, you know, just life experience. Um, yeah, you know, uh, I mean, you have to kind of mark any experience that way, ultimately, um, no matter how much you want to apply like an extra special meaning to the, the good ones. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of got lost in my answer there. <laughs> no, I think, I think that was really great. So you read, so you, you read the book. Yeah. And then, so I read the book and then I said, well, I want to be polyamorous. And then that was our first kind of disagreement about how it would go. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because for me, it's kind of like, I feel like my emotions and like my feelings are already hooked with Hayden. So at that period of time, I'm actually fine with opening our relationship. But I was like, oh, you want polyamorous, but that is different than open. Like, mm. So open, how is that open? Or how yeah. is that different? Uh, open is just, from my understanding, there is a lot of debates about it. Um, but from my understanding, open, it just means that I'm going to date other people. I can have sex with other people. I can have date experience, sex experience with the other person. Um, but there will be no emotional or romantic uh, feelings involved. But which is polyamorous is more of like you will be able to have the full experience um, with that person so or multiple love people. and connection and Yes. Explicitly included. Yeah. And yeah. also you could make plans about it. You can make plans for your future with them as well. So like in the very beginning, I feel like it was kind of like a threat for our relationship. Mm. That's that's really interesting for me because, you know, on the face of it and, and, and not knowing too much about it, and I'm obviously learning more through, you know, the time that we've been doing uh, Dana China. Um, but the, the idea of like open relationship and, and, and somebody and you saying, uh, okay, it's, it's, you know, I can have the date experience and I can, I can have the sex experience. Um, and for the, for that, the idea of that, not bleeding into the romantic or the pol like to uh, like the, the amorous, like the, the, the love side of it, it seems like they are seems that the two ideas don't meet because if you're doing those things and you do it regularly then surely the matters of the heart then come into it and i think that's like the hard thing to like get my head around initially hearing your yeah. story mm -hmm. yeah we had to do a lot of work with that like <clears throat> at least from my experience in all of this it's difficult not to get kind of postmodern about the whole thing to be pretentious but no get pretentious. once you de when, once you start to deconstruct the initial terms of of relationships yeah, let's deconstruct it yeah yeah then 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 what are you left with right and so we got down to a point of like deconstructing what love means deconstructing what special means and for me those were two specific ones that were the biggest hurdles to get through and there were disagreements too that i remember um but I, you know, I felt, okay, well, what is really different between loving Kat versus loving my buddy from college? Um, and uh, the difference didn't make a ton of sense anymore. Um, okay, well, then how are those relationships different or special or unique, right? Hmm. Um, well, my buddy from college doesn't want to have sex with me. So sex is not included in that relationship. And then it's like, Here's well, this. if sex is just not included in that relationship, then, then, you know, sex, you know, sex can't be the thing that defines a relationship. Love probably can't be the thing that defines a relationship. Those things may or may not be included in any relationship. Right. Um, and so, that led me down to this idea of, of it's it's choices and it's personal choices. <clears throat> you know, if 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 cat's not special, right? Which which was a threatening thing, a threatening conversation I remember to have. Uh, um, then then what what would keep me having a relationship with cat? 
And it's not just now I'm not thinking about sex. Now I'm not thinking about um, um, love. Now I'm thinking about kind of more practical reasons why I enjoy, you know, the nesting partner situation that we have now, um, which is, you know, there's there's a, a trust that we have. There's a support system that we have for each other in terms of our life goals and work ethic. Uh, we were pretty much aligned on that. And so we don't really have, you know, struggles in our relationship in that degree. Um, but then there's also this liberty that that cat gives me that I cherish very much. And you and you wonder like, okay, well, can anyone else give me those things too? Uh, yeah, I would say anyone at any time can give that to anyone else. They can find those kinds of similar matches, right? So it's choices that back again, circling back to choices. I've chosen to invest here and I've chosen to, um, um, don't know what else I would say to that, but yeah, I think invest is, is enough. I've, yeah, I've just, I've chosen to invest here. I may choose to invest somewhere else at another time. On, on a, on a, on a heart level, on a, on a love level, because we've talked about like, you know, Kat, you, you went into this with like, open and and these are the experiences that you that you want and then hayden's coming in with saying like you know but i want is it right to say more than that you know like you want you don't you don't just want open you want it feels like that's the the level that we're going you know like on from a layman's perspective it's like open and then polyamory is you want in some you want in those things but deeper you want in love or you want in to be able to love somebody else or have that experience of that profound sort of deep sort of connection i will i will is is that is that a right way to grade it man your listening skills are amazing yeah so that's a really really precise description of of my experience i would say because there's debate about the differences between open and polyamory um but my interpretation, and, and everybody's free to have their own interpretation. There are no rules. Um, we're making it up as we go along, right? Um, but yeah, that's that was my feeling. I'm not satisfied with brief encounters, right? Sexual or otherwise. I like digging deeper. I like quality time and getting to know a person and then feeling like I'm supporting a person and that they're supporting me. And again you know it's not something that necessarily has to do with sex but if i'm going out to date people i'm i don't want to just casually see them and then that's it i find that you know in- incredibly unfulfilling mm-hmm. which is for me um it's a different story i don't really need like support from other people and i don't really dig into connections like this i, I it's not like i'm not interested and making connections i am more of a flow like i go with the flow if the flow brings us to have more connection deeper connection let it be but if not i'm not gonna be the one that initiated so i'm more of like i enjoy being alone i enjoy my free time i love talking to myself like constantly in my mind and everything and all of that just like makes me i very complete so when i am in need of something for example sex or like connections skin to skin connections or something it's just that i just go for it and after i get what i want i am okay with not digging deeper because i feel like sometimes when you're looking for having a connection with other people that limits your choices or options a lot yeah it's cool to hear how both of you have have come on your own journeys to kind of this point and being nesting partners together so when you had when you decided to get to that point and you are nesting partners and even getting married firstly how and why did you decide to get married then um and when you are dating what are some rules and boundaries that you've set in the beginning of your relationship and also wait, i just want to add something on there as well like, would you have made those choices at the same rate outside of China? Or did being in China um, uh, accelerate some of those choices? Wow, triple question. 
And that those are, those are, you, those are hope, deep ones, too. I, I hope you remembered it in the right order. <laughs> Sir, they're already gone. I apologize. <laughs> we throw my, a lot atten- at you. My attention span is that of a gnat. Um, but first question, yeah, I guess. First question. Do you want to go first this time? The, the get married. Why do we choose to get married? Um... And I could also answer Nathan's question. If we're not living in China, I will not get married. But that is the situation we were in. We are still in this situation. So we got married for um, practical reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you, you're not alone in that. You know, there are so yeah. many couples that do that because, that, you know, they are committed to each other. And, you know, they're in it for the long haul. Mm. And, and it is just something that gets you through the, the fucking yeah. week. Even in yeah. China, you we know? know so many couples, especially like intercultural or expat couples, like they're like, this is just functional. It helps us with legality issues, intercultural things, if we're traveling, whatnot. It yeah. just, it's very practical. Also, if we're like, we're in China, but if any of his family, like because uh, Hayden's family used to live in uh, China as well. So like if... That have not changed. I was still probably not gonna get married with Hayden, because for me, like one of the very practical reasons for that is like basically Hayden does not have any legal person that is actually with him right now in Beijing. So he's like, unsupervised. <gasps> yeah. So it's kind of like I just kind of like caught into the to the method of like. My what if God. something happened? So <laughs> I, I don't even have a legit connections to do anything with. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you know, before I moved to China, like, you know, like getting married for such a practical reason would have been unreasonable to me. But living here and being with Rachel and, and, and having our experience and thinking if that ever got threatened, and, you know, I would want to do the traditional thing and, you know, meet the, meet the parents in person, ask for the hand in marriage and do all those things. But if the idea of our relationship got ever got threatened due to a technicality of the fact that we weren't legally married, I would I would do that in a heartbeat because it's like this is this is this is how the country is. And if I need that little bit of paper to, to make our lives easier, I would totally do it. So it's it's something that sounds so clinical and cold if you don't understand the country that you're in. But once you're in it, it's like, yes, no, that makes perfect sense to me. And just go and do it because it is better. And, and, and that's how things are. Totally. That was a very, very uh, romantic proposal. So, yeah, it's it actually uh, while we're here. On the t- I, actually, I thought this would be the best time. Rachel. Oh, my God. <laughs> You can't see this. You can't see this, listeners. But I'm down on bended knee. No, he's not. He's, he is so so low on that knee. It's, thank you. It's impressive. And you know, it's hard because my six pack right now is really flexing. No, wow. It's, no, no, wow. It's bad, no, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. I love you, but please don't propose to me on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Well, romantic. actually, that wouldn't would be that, pretty cool, actually. Wouldn't that be romantic? You know, yeah. we, we set this up to talk about relationships, and we... Okay. But where, yeah. you, but where I would mean, you go after be... that? Okay. Right, where would you go after that? As, a, as podcast content. That, then we would, like... I feel you know, like, like you've capped out, right? Uh, then we'd tell, like, jokes. You know, like, I don't know. We'd do, like, you know, like... We bits. turned to mom and dad podcasters. We're like, yeah. oh, here you go. Like, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, um, <laughs> so back to you guys. Yeah, right, yes. So tell us, us. Yeah, you, you decided to get married. <laughs> COVID had a big thing to do with the practicalities of that. You yeah. know, talking about me being now stuck. So, like, my parents moved away a couple months prior to COVID and my, my brother who was here, he got stuck in COVID and, uh, that, you know, watching that, I won't talk about his experience, but I was afraid that I would have a similar experience. If one of us gets sick, right? Nobody in China has legal rights to the hospital for me. Right. Um, she's far away from home as well. Still in the same country, but you know, there's a similar fear there. Um, And then, what if someone from my home gets sick and I need to rush home really quickly? How am I going to get back? If I lose my work visa, you know, things are locked down. Would would having a marriage license together increase my 
uh, chances to get some sort of visa back to China. There were policies that were more lenient on on marriages that way at the time. And so it was it was really more for for that. Um, but we really don't we we do not want the fact that we're married to be a defining trait of our relationship. So that term you used earlier, nesting partner, that's that's how we've come to settle on that. We we prefer to use nesting partner because it signifies that really the commitment that we made to each other was all these practical reasons, right? It, it wasn't an undying forever love. That's not to say that there isn't love. It's just, you know, we don't need to be married to love each other. Um, so yeah, it was, it, the, those are those practical reasons. And then if we, if we, if I, if I go to somebody and I say, Hey, I'm married and, uh, uh, I have a wife and would you like to have a relationship with me is I feel a quite different proposal to, Hey, I'm Hayden. I'm polyamorous. One of my relationships includes a marriage for practical reasons. So we use the term nesting partner. I might say I have a nesting partner, but I prefer to use that rather than wife. I do occasionally use wife like, you know, there are some circumstances where you want to use, you know, short form I'm sure it's just words. easier it's a just to explain it when you don't want to explain yeah. it yeah, so sometimes, in depth. Sometimes I'm like, I have a nesting partner. And then they're like, oh, wow, what's that? <laughs> and then I have to, oh, oh, oh. And then there's so many, such a range of emotions that could come. And then I have to explain a number of other factors and that can get exhausting. So sometimes I use wife just like, oh, we're done, moving on. But I, do you feel, do you feel, um, I mean, it's, do you do you feel like you're at peace with like the time? It's it's like code switching, you know. Like in in certain environments, you might say wife. In other environments, you'll say, oh, "Sorry, uh, listeners, I just dropped my phone." Um, but in like other environments, uh, you got tired you might of say, stint being yeah, on his knee. Um, uh, nesting partner. Like, is that tiring, or is that something that you just accept that that is something that you have to do, both of you, because it is not widely. I mean. I didn't before I you know I met you two I didn't know the term nesting partner you know but like when you say it, it makes total sense I know exactly what that embodies and it's like yeah okay I, I I get that and the more that you meet people that like embody that or like that practice that you understand what that actually means but is it tired is is it tiring to code switch all the time you haven't spoken in a while I don't want to <laughs> hog it all what do you mean code switch? Yeah, do you, you know, to, 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 ha I feel, I think what you're asking is like, does it get exhausting to have to explain our relationship? Yeah, to say like, you know, and this is my wife, actually. And then, and then other times say, pick and choose when and where. Pick and choose when you can say what you actually want to say. Yeah. I, I, it's actually fine, pretty fine with me. I think the, the close ones I have, like friends, families, and people that I actually care about knows so i don't really need to use the husband and wife terms and for people that i don't really care i use the husband and wife so it doesn't matter it doesn't matter yeah yeah i i you know it's pretty easy to categorize when and where i'm going to do it in my personal life i have no interest in hiding anything about myself generally speaking but uh at work for example you know, I had a couple experiences where I felt judged by some coworkers or some coworkers shared with others that I was polyamorous without me knowing. And then that got around back to me. And then people were like, oh, hey, oh, oh. And I, so I experienced some of that even now. Um, and so at this point, yeah, at work, I have a wife and I'm not going to talk about my dating life or my, my, sure. any of those relationships. Um, hmm. And the only reason I'll say a wife is just because, you know, people know. So if I suddenly say I don't have a, you know, if I suddenly say, no, I'm just Hayden, I'm just Hayden, I'm, I'm solo, which is what I would prefer, right? Uh, rather than say I am a member of a relationship, I would say I'm Hayden. I have relationships with others. It's a kind of pretentious difference, but it does, I believe, make all the difference. Um, and there have also been times when I've, you know, said wife kind of offhandedly and, and been corrected for doing so. So, you know, that's, that also happens. Mm. But it sounds like you've had lots of conversations about that to decide and, and get to the point where you're both, okay, this is how we want to refer to each other and how we communicate with yeah. each other about 
ourselves to other people as well. Sure. And have those conversations with other people. I have a couple friends who are probably like, yeah, of course, Hayden's on a podcast talking about polyamory right now. <laughs> <laughs> Are those friends that are going to listen? You know what? Let me correct that because they're rolling their eyes again. Not some friends, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, we got, we're going to get that many listeners? <laughs> Holy fuck. Wow. I didn't know we were going to be inundated. I'm oh so happy God. you think that I'm that popular. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Excellent. So tell us then, so you've kind of defined each other as nesting partners how do you go about dating and what kind of boundaries and rules do you have with that? Uh, very funny. <laughs> Should we start with the, the rules, how they started? Oh, I would yeah, love definitely. to know how it started and how, how it is now. Going now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I would love. Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to take it? Uh, I, I, my memory is shit. So, so sorry for that. Like you can, Please help me mm. remember some of them. Um, I think uh, the main rules is like in the very beginning of it, I have uh, rules about no friends. No mutual friends or friends? No mutual friends. Okay. Like friends you don't like. But at that point of our relationship, we basically know each other's friends. Yeah. And all. there was also a second rule that said no solo friends either uh the, there was another rule which was uh one only one chance with a person so no we called it no repeat customers no mm. repeat so if you went on a date yeah. or saw somebody yeah, that would yeah, just yeah, be yeah. a one-time thing because because in the beginning we were having the debate on the discussions about the polyamorous or open thing and then i think that it will be like for me more comfortable if he just opened up and not go with the poly like right away so like we have the no mm. like no repeat uh customers rule yeah um we had uh no stds and no babies that don't belong to us um, okay so thankfully you know no stds <laughs> and no babies still but that just meant like condoms with everyone yeah sure yeah um, okay no i think it's a separate rules now but well a lot yeah the rules are going to change so uh if we could like break it down like bullet list um no no repeat business no mutual friends no babies or stds that don't belong to us use no, a condom right so you wear condoms that's a nicer way to put it I'm, I'm being a little gross but um and then we also had so we have to communicate with each other so we would have to you know talk about whether you know before and after um and we, you know, well, well that rule kind of got changed the fastest because it's like, yeah, but like sometimes you're just out, <laughs> right? And something happens. It just happens. Are you yeah. going to stop and be like, hey, <laughs> hey, uh, I, I love that you're kissing me right now, but can I, can I just call someone and ask them if it's okay if I kiss you? <laughs> what? Now I have done that, but <laughs> not, not that exactly, but someone wanted to get a hotel and that was the first time. And I was like, well... Or no, it wasn't the first time, but we weren't expecting it. We were out on a date and she was like, you want to get a hotel? And I was like, yeah, do you mind if I call this person? <laughs> You're like, pause. <laughs> but even by that time, it wasn't asking permission. It was just letting her know. That sure. That, and so that was the last rule, which was we have to make sure that the other is okay with it. Um, and how's it going now? Um, really, the only rule is just communicate. <laughs> So that's so, it, general. So, so, and then, and then, yeah, really, it's really just that. <laughs> so, would you say, I don't know, because it, it sounds like if on the face of it, you'd say, okay, you had rules that you started out on, okay? And then as time's gone on, those rules are not in effect anymore. And you've got like one just like general, like comprehensive rule. So, have you thrown out the rules or have, have the rules evolved? Um, so yeah, a bit of both, right? Okay. So, um, no repeat business. Well, that's, you know, I was not interested in that at all. Um, I want to have meaningful connections. I want to see a person for, you know, as long as I can. Right. Um, so that one, that one went pretty, uh, actually, yeah, that one went pretty quick. Um, the uh, uh, the communication one was the fastest where we started to realize once you broke it down, none of it made sense. There are too many contexts that could possibly happen. So just talk, be open. 
right? We actually went through a period where we defined what a lie constituted. Wow. Um, How long did that take? That one, that one uh, again, pretty, pretty quick because this was pretty the quickest quick. one, right? Like, I think this conversation, this conversation truth. happened on the night that we came up with rules. Like, <laughs> okay, um, what was that definition of a lie? Oh, uh, I think I'm sorry, I'm, I can't phrase like words by words. My memory is really shitty. At this point, just like you can't see this, but Hayden slipped, uh, slipped a ten pound note to Cat. <laughs> I'm using British phrases. It's a bad joke. It's yeah, a bad joke. but um, basically, it's just saying that like we define a lie uh, uh, is when you are trying to take away others' agency. So it mm. doesn't matter like um, what your intention is. If you decided that you are going to hide something that you think that is gonna affect their judgment or decisions, that is considered as a lie. Because you take away their agency of making their decision. That's great. For themselves, yeah. That's great. And then in, if that's true, then also, like, I can lie about myself. Even to Kat, right? We we would both prefer mm. that we're not lying. But Kat, we, you know, she has a right to the privacy of what's in her head, right? Um, so she can choose if she wants to tell me something. We did a kind of come to an agreement that it's just kind of like it's rather than lie, you know, it would be better like, I, you know, I don't want to talk about this right now. And OK, mm. now it's a boundary and it's something that I can respect. Right. Oh, she doesn't want to talk about it. If she wants to later, she will. If she doesn't, because I, think, I have no right to it. Well, OK, I think I don't know. Rach, I, I think a lot of couples would identify with that, even if they're not open or polyamory or anything like that. But like the idea of like benching something it's like yeah i'm not ready to speak about this issue right now you know because like we've been in situations where one of us might want to talk about something and the other is not and that generally leads in disaster or it doesn't you know it's, it's not the best time but when we're both ready to talk about something that is the most productive that we are right mm-hmm yeah, no, I agree. I think what you're talking about, it's like all these like boundaries, rules that you set with each other. It's, it's depending on you and that other person and how you choose to, to set those boundaries because it's what's going to make you work and communicate better as a, you know, as whatever your relationship is. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think, I think no babies is probably one that's changed. I don't think either of us excuse me, particularly wants to have babies. But, uh, you know, we've had discussions about like minds change and, mm. you know, it's totally possible, feasible, even that, you know, one or the other of us, maybe me slightly more likely, uh, would have a baby with someone else. Yeah, not only, not only about that, because with the baby situation, I think it's not fair. For, for for us oh wow because because um if i am the one got pregnant with someone else's baby uh-huh i have the i have the right to make a decision if i wanted to keep it or not and if, how it's gonna affect our relationship but when he makes another person pregnant it's not up to him to decide if they're gonna keep the baby now it's, up, now it's up to her it's up to the other person if the other person decided to keep the baby it's gonna affect mm. our relationship so, so is that is that been something that you've been talking about recently oh no. a year ago or something? maybe about a year ago so we had some I, of these conversations so the the extent of your um the extent of, of practicing polyamory for you hayden like it it goes to like if you meet somebody and you find the connection and and that happens yeah. and you want and you both of yeah. you know both of you and said partner are like you know this is you know we want a baby or like I want a baby and you want a baby with them that's that is that is a part of it that's part of your whole yeah uh, philosophy I'd say it's not necessarily on the table at the moment. But it, but but it not, has to be, if I'm going to be it's consistent, not off the table. if I'm going to be consistent in the values, it has to be something that, that 
can happen. But is it is it in the sake of those values? Like, you know, like, is it right now because it's academic? So yeah. it's easier to say, yeah, um, yeah, well, okay, well, if I'm going to be true to my values, yeah. then if that scenario yeah. happened, then I would be fine with it. Is Is that academic right now? Or is it actually how it would play out? Um, it's hard to say. Great, great fucking question, by yeah. the way. And thanks for calling me on that because it is so much easier to talk about this theoretically than it is to experience it and 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 work through complicated and diverse emotions that are happening at the Fuck same yeah. time. You know, sometimes and and sometimes experiencing cognitive dissonance with all of that. I do think it's fair to say that within the last year. You know, there have been, yeah, talks about the possibility of living with someone else for a long term. Um, and I, yeah, it's totally on the table. Yeah. I think that would hurt. <laughs> but, you know, that's a bridge to cross when you get there. You know, I can't stop Kat from loving someone else any more than anyone can stop anyone from loving another person. And I wouldn't want to, right? Um, if she chooses to go, there will be pain, but I can't stop her. You know, it, you know, when I, when I hear like what you guys have been through and, and what you, you guys discuss and those, those arguments, it's the, the, the one word that keeps coming up in my mind is, is bravery. <laughs> <laughs> No, but no, it, no. It, I'm just an idiot who has no idea what he's doing. No, but and it, wants it's, to. It's, no, but it is though. Like it is. Like you know, you know, to be to be in each other's lives and to commit and to say be a nesting partner and to work all that to go through to wade through all of that noise and then and then and then get and get to there and then still have like you've just mentioned right now. Like, you know, like uh, futures that, that you don't know that are going to happen, that could happen. And I, I, you know, think about, well, what happens if, if I get, like, if I'm with somebody and they want to have a baby or my partner wants to move in with somebody else. And, and, and that is a thing. You are just, you're just constantly going through moments to test your bravery about how much you love each other. And it's just bravery, you know, like it's, it, it's just going into it and and seeing how you fare and not knowing because you've not like because it sounds like a lot of couples that go through this uh, it's it's not a blueprint that you can just copy we couldn't just copy uh what you guys do and then say okay that'll work for us i think i think i think one of the things that you you just mentioned is actually uh, a big part of like a big foundation element of our relationship um is compersion so I genuinely feel happy if Hayden is happy, no matter what. Compersion is the is the opposite of jealousy. We we mentioned this in uh, season two, episode eight, mm. when we talked to somebody about um, uh, ethical non monogamy. So if you're listening right now and you want to go back, uh, we we spoke to Osaka who was giving his. Uh, uh, arguments uh, or his discussion about that and he talked about compersion yeah mm. so we have huge compersion to each other and that's not to say that jealousy never happens i i just i, I got so uncomfortable just now being called, being called brave because it's just like i want the thing i'm gonna be greedy and go and get it i i i don't call that brave it I, feels brave to me well Okay. Because you're putting you're putting everything you're putting it out there. Well, I guess, but it's me, right? Like that bravery to do something. If it's brave to do something that I want, it could and it has resulted in pain for someone who it was not me, and also pain for myself. Right? Like I don't know. I. And then the other thing is, you know, you talked about like, you know, that we're constantly testing the measurement of our love. Uh, I just want to add also testing our measurement for our love for others. Because, it, you know, we're not the only people that we love. Um, 
and so there's 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 other people, which I guess in the context of what I just said sounds like a humble brag. And now I'm overthinking because I'm uncomfortable. Oh, but... No, it's fine. It's fine. No, and I only said that because I was trying to put myself because I I have. I've not got that mindset. I'm not there where you guys are, and I don't believe where you guys. That's why I'm so excited to, to have you guys on the show. Um, but like, I'm not there where you guys are. But like, I'm trying to put myself in in your mindset and what you must go through to get from the moment you met on Tinder, and 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 then you go through all the stages, and then to finally get to this place. To 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 me, if hearing that as an outsider. It sounds brave to me. Here, let me let me flip it. So, have you two not had experiences that took a bit of bravery together? I mean, like, I do not think that I could function running a podcast with Kat. Like, I, oh, I would lose my well, mind. Well, I, I tell you, the first... <laughs> mo- I mean, like, for me, the first moment of bravery for for me, and it was... It was risking uh, i felt at the time it was risking everything was when uh me and rachel have been friends for such a long time and we were already doing the podcast and then i realized that i you know i was you know that i <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was in love with her and and that was i think that was the last time that i was exceptionally brave was to commit to that feeling rather than shy away from it or like shut it down. It was like realizing that that's how I actually felt. And I had to jeopardize a, an, an amazing friendship. And also a, um, a podcast sounds trivial. We, we started something when we did this, like when we started day night China, nobody was talking about relationships. Nobody was talking about loving China. Nobody was talking about, the, the problems that people have finding a connection and we tapped into a niche and and we started that together and then eight months in I was jeopardizing all of that hoping that actually this would work out so that was the last time that I was like truly brave you know and 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 after I made the leap and everything you know and you know it was fine uh, then it everything got a lot easier I, I i kind of understand that but like for me i always have it in my mind that i'm not jeopardizing anything it's my life i am not responsible to hayden's life i'm not responsible choices. yes choices <laughs> or whatsoever like i'm not responsible on anyone else experience life or anything so I'm only being honest with myself. What do I want? What do I need? What makes me happy? And I'm doing all those things. If what I'm doing, if I'm doing something that makes me happy, and in the meanwhile, it makes Hayden happy. Bonus. Awesome. That would be great. But if what makes me happy doesn't make him happy, I'm okay with that. I am okay with Hayden just come home one day and tell me that sorry cat i don't want this anymore okay i will be fine with that i have no fear of losing anyone in my life oh wow i'm no. terrified of losing rich <laughs> <laughs> but i think that's what it comes down to is like every individual looking at yourself what you were talking about with agency and like what what do you actually want what do you need what and how how is that affecting this relationship with this other person? And I think you guys have really figured out what you like for you. And like you said, it could change and, it, and anything could change. And as long as you're having this open communication, you know. Yeah, mo- most of that is is totally accurate. Um, but I would, I would amend just the tense of ha- having figured it out. Mm. We're working on it. You mm. know, it's a work in progress feelings have been hurt and mistakes have been made and learning has developed because of that. Um, and I don't think that we're done by any stretch of the imagination. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. It's a, it's still going, it's continuing. Um, can you tell us a little bit then about your relationships with other people, kind of how you engage with that? What has it been like when you do meet other people? How do you talk to them about it when you meet online or on Tinder? 
Do you, are you open about it on, on your bios? Like how do you tell other people about it? And what has the reception been? Oh, right. There's one of the rules, uh, addition rules that we forgot to mention is actually we have a rule about we can't, we can't lie to each other, but we also cannot lie to the other person. Like with that situation, with our situation. So you can't just go on Tinder. So we have have it all written on our bios. So basically it's like the person needs to know that you are meeting a person that in situations like this. So like, yeah, this is like a rule that we have and we forgot yeah. to mention. Well, I, I, yeah, I, 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 I mean, yeah, I, I think it's important to say that like, you know, we can establish rules with any other person. Right. Um, if those rules would affect Kat, then I would let Kat know um, and then have her make her decision whether or not she wants to do it. Right. H- has, has there ever been any stories where people have like you've put that out there, but people have ignored <laughs> it or they've not really truly appreciated what you've written? Well, I, I've gone through many iterations of my profile and how I describe my situation at the moment my profile just says i'm polyamorous feel free to ask me about it um and if people have not and it looks like we might hang out then i'll say hey just a heads up you haven't asked any questions yet it says it's on my profile let's have a discussion about it i i did this just the other night actually um and that person said well okay that's not for me but i would like to uh, uh, you know, meet you as friends. Can we still meet as friends? And I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do that. I don't, you know, um, romance and sex are not the driving forces necessarily of why I'm meeting people. On so, the other, yeah. uh, on the other hand, when I put, I, <laughs> I remember when I changed my bios on Tinder and Bumble. <laughs> it was shock. We were together. Hayden and I were together, and then I changed to. At that time, I was feeling more open. So I put down, so by the way, like just like on my introductions and then like FYI, I'm in an open relationship. <laughs> and then one step changed profile. So on Tinder, like at that time, they have this like function of like if uh, the people that you match already change the profile, you will get an update of things. Like you can see what they changed. You can see their new profile. Like you have a notification on that. <laughs> And then Hayden immediately see, what did you see? <laughs> yeah, the cats just, it was just like within five minutes, all these guys that she'd matched with previously and stopped talking to. Hey, 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 sliding into her DMs. Yeah. And then for me, the, my match, I think my, my matches went down. They decreased. And I still get people who have not read my profile. It's right there at the top. But fine. You know, some people are just like scrolling and... and, and well, it's obviously quite different. It feels like it's a different um, uh, persona from a guy saying that he's uh, in a polyamorous relationship to a girl saying that she's in an open relationship. I, You know, it's, it's a no-brainer to work out what people are thinking. Yeah. I, um, you know... My my perception has always been a woman who does that is empowering, um, and a man who does that is is a lecher, you know, or or uh, the man who lets his woman go out he's a cuck, right? Mm. Um, and so I think that there's more negatives that I receive for that. Mm. Oh yeah, for for sure, and also like basically if a girl like I think that is very general, kind of like stereotype when you're seeing a girl saying that she's in poly she's a poly or she's in an open relationship guys just go crazy about it because they feel like it's wow no attach that's like the best thing could happen yeah on the dating app nowadays so like and i think like hayden will probably receive a lot negative like thinking of like he must be cheap like he must be lying he yeah. must be trying to cheat. I feel on like a lot thing. of women yeah. would have that assumption yeah. or think, oh, maybe he's just using that, but he's yeah. in a real, you know. Yeah. It's, it's happened. Yeah. Uh, I've been called names. I've been called cheater. I've been called liar uh, all through Bumble. So it doesn't affect me too much. Right. Um, have you ever had any people say, oh, I actually want to meet her, your, your partner, and I want to talk to her then. I want to actually confirm this is 
really real. No, no one has done it that way. Okay. There have been a couple of people who said, I would like to meet Kat. Okay. Just but out more of interest, nice, of, just okay. out of interest of meeting Kat. Like one, I know one person I think said that Kat is a part of my life. And so she would like to know the parts of my life. Um, and that, yeah. Do you yeah. guys usually then introduce um, people to each other? I think you mentioned a little bit before, like yeah. it depends on how it you de- feel. Uh, for me, it depends on how I feel um, because like I genuinely want to meet people that I'm interested in, like from the story that Hayden shared to me, but I'm not interested, like at, at some of the stories is just not very interesting for me. So like, so like eh, I'm going to pass that. Like I want my time like to be doing things that i'm interested in whereas i want to know all of them i you know it, it doesn't happen that way it's cat's decision whether or not she wants to introduce someone to me but i am just like yeah let's do that let's meet these people i want and to know also, who's in cat's life and also it's up to the other person's decision if he is okay to meet you 100 percent. so so has that happened meeting people yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. i i uh, yeah I'd say a couple times for each of us, three times, two or three times for each of us. Yeah. And it doesn't always happen. And some people are very explicit. Like I'm not interested. And I say, cool. I generally open the subject as like, Hey, it's an option. You do not have to take it, but you are welcome to, if you want to. And has that happened uh, with any current relationships? Yeah. Yeah. With, with my other partner. With my other partner, we, yeah. We, so you have another partner? Yeah, I do have a other partner right now. Um, so basically, uh, Hayden and him, Matt, just the two of them. And then we also invited him to some of our house parties. So he not only met Hayden, but also met our some of our mutual friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what was that like? Um, for me, the first time, a little bit nervous. Um, I was nervous. Uh, then, then I, you know, I was able to get over that and I, I was able to make a connection. I don't, you know, I don't want to speak too much out of term because there's that other person, you know, who had that experience with me, right? Um, her partner. Um, but I came away from it feeling really good, really good. Um, and oh, safe I, and and, yeah, and 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 liking liking the, the person very much because because i remember you you both kind of mentioned the same thing to me is like you guys are very happy about seeing how hayden and my partner care and love about me so like yeah i think that was one thing that you both mentioned to me hmm. there's a term for it um which is metamore. So metamore. outer, outer, yeah, so outer, outer love. A metamore is just the partner of your partner. Um, it's so a, 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 it, par- a paramour. You two are paramours. No. Uh, paramore. I suppose. I. I mean. I don't. I, I've never used that term, but I suppose it qualifies. Um, you know, there are a lot of terms in polyamory such that it, it can feel a bit culty. Some of these terms. And also, there's there's such a rainbow of of relationship types that that people who consider themselves polyamorous have. Do you get a badge? Um, no badges. We should we should we should get, get some stinking badges. We should get, get some stinking badges. Get some stinking badges. No, so so metamore. There, there's this thing with metamore that like maybe there's a responsibility that comes with it, um, which we kind of reject. Because I don't want anyone that I'm dating to feel like she's dating me and Kat. I want them to feel like they're dating me. And I want Kat's partners to feel like I am not imposing my will on their relationship with her at all. Yeah. It's tough. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's not always easy to do. Um, and, you know, especially, you know, if we have a certificate of marriage together. And especially when we live together. And, we, and we're nesting mm. partners, right? It is probably impossible to avoid to some degree. Anyone I date would probably have to 
at some point understand that for the time being, I have made a commitment to this practical agreement mm -hmm. and that's my intention. But the only, the only thing that I can do then is say that's, but that's my, my choice. That's not cat. I'm not, I'm not coming to another person and saying, well, cat says this, having said that I have, I have done that and it caused pain and that's a lesson I had to learn, but like, Yeah, just they're not dating us. They're they're dating one person, and the, there should be a right to that type of relationship. You see how easily, like like a point like that, you start to think, do we have do we have to live together forever? Are we locked into this? Is it ethical for us to be locked into this? Do we want to be locked into this agreement? No. And the answers to all those questions is no. So at time, so if you have like, if you're pretty girl and if you run into someone called Hayden on Tinder or Bumble and says he's polyamorous, trust him. He's not cheating on me. He's not lying to me. Swipe right. And uh, if you're a guy and you find cat on Bumble, um, set your, your, your Bumble settings to men and women mm -hmm. and find me and match with me. <laughs> <laughs> let's be friends. <laughs> just, let's just meet each other. I just want to hang out. Okay. Let's, let's hang out. Uh, well, you guys, it's been really awesome to talk to you tonight. I think the last hour has just kind of flown by, but kind of as a last question, have you found other communities or people who who you can kind of share these experiences i mean outside of partners and dating like people who who have also engaged in polyamory open relationships things like that have you found and connected with people who kind of understand these kind of experiences and relationships yeah for sure we 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 have uh, a, a a number of friends now that are solo poly or in a you know poly with relationships and they're all different. Um, and uh, I feel that there is a supportive aspect to that that makes me feel like here's a person I can talk to who it's not that they're, you know, some people understand what I'm going through, but there are those who have had the experiences and can give wisdom to what we what we might be going through at the moment you know it's different to to have lived it versus someone who can empathize with something i'm going through um they're both valuable just different you know yeah mm. um it's very funny like we, we we found those uh community and friends um together but also it's also very funny that like for some of my friends um I remember a girlfriend told me that like knows that like I'm having a polyamorous relationship and then she was like, oh, I'm so happy for you. But please don't tell my husband because then my husband will not let me hang out with you. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Like, wow. like he'll think, oh, she's like the she'll bad influence. influence. Yeah. Oh, my for gosh. Sure. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Mm. That's just a funny story. Yeah. I have had friends express worry oh. and I've had, I've had friends grow out of that worry and you know, they're monogamous and they're like, yeah, but this seems to be working. And so now we're advocates for it or something like that. You know, yeah. there's a, there's a gamut of, of reactions that people have. Hmm. Um, I think we talked about this before. Also like knowing like, there's one thing to know about it theoretically. And then you're like, Oh, I don't know. I have all these worries and fears for my friend. Is that going to work? Are they going to be okay? Mm -hmm. How is that going to work? But then when you actually see it and you see how this, how these people work together and how this works for them, they, they actually can see, Oh, he's so happy. They're, they're individually happy. They make this work together. This is so yeah. great for them. Yeah. Have you yeah. noticed that? Totally. There's been some, yeah, there's definitely been some of that. I don't think that anybody who knows us, you know, has, has judged us or mm -hmm. even tried to really talk us out of it. Um, man, not, not, not that I can remember. No, I don't I, think I've so. Exper I've experienced a bit of that at work. 
you know some experience some sharing that made me feel judged the judgment but, the judgment normally comes to um, comes from strangers like strangers from tinders and bumbles and i had matched with a with a person and he's like a psychologist and then he was tell trying to tell me all of this like oh if you're having a polyamorous relationship and you don't like and if you don't have jealousy that only means that you don't love him what? And I would like him to change his Bumble profile to men and women so he can match with me so I can have the argument with him that I wasn't yeah. able to have because I never met him. <laughs> yeah. He's like, open up your profiles, okay, people? <laughs> I need to meet you. That's crazy, though. So this guy was like trying to like analyze you, though, or try to explain and, yeah, and yeah, use yeah, yeah. Re reason He's or like, science. He would basically to... say, use the philosophy or the science that he learned and then just puts it on me and saying that like, that means you don't love him. But anybody with like you know like half a mind can work out that's only coming from fear and yeah. and just small mindedness, right? You know what yeah. I mean? I hope like, so. It, it, it has to be, you know, to want to enforce it on somebody else. You know, it's okay to to be against it, right? But yeah. like to like then tell to go about and tell you why you're wrong. Yeah, Come it's on. not. It's not only about that. It's I think that uh, the reason why I remember that normally I just like kind of like delete that person right away. But the reason why I kept talk with him for a little bit more is because I think that it was a time that when we we're having disagreement, and I was feeling a little bit like okay, I can talk more about it and see like how the professional things about yeah. it. And then he just keeps using all the fancy words yeah. of science and everything it was like it was really yeah, yeah. which is and insecurities and they do yeah. exist i i just suddenly realizing like it was the last question here and then insecurities and that's such a big topic mm. but mm -hmm. I don't maybe know. that's something we can get into mm -hmm. get into next time mm -hmm. yeah i mean thank you guys so much just for sharing your experiences and about your relationship though i think i do think it takes a lot of just like bravery and coming and talking about it and for anybody talking about their experiences like we really are appreciative of that so thank you guys so much oh thank our you our pleasure i still think yeah. it's stupid because i like stupidity on my part like i'm just like <laughs> walking around like i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> what's this what's let's try this thing well um, we appreciate we appreciate that you came here, but <laughs> we really do, we really do. i appreciate that you guys that you us. stupidly yeah. stumbled upon little day night china <laughs> yeah thank you for having us yeah thanks for joining us you guys Yay. bye bye, -bye. bye, -bye. bye, -bye. bye, -bye.